0: barbecues are passion and that's just what you'll get where the can Burns is a barbecue or Tales from the Pits
1: howdy welcome to another episode of Tales from the Pits this is
0: Brian and Andrew
1: and we are here today Andrew where
0: we are in line at Franklin barbecue here, 900 East 11th Street in Austin Texas in case you haven't heard of this place um, we are about 10th through 20th in line. There's about 10 of us here in this little circle of friends. Um, we met up with some family, some barbecue fans, some barbecue cookers, a, a kind of a good mixed match of everybody here today. And we'll go around the uh, little circle here. We'll start with Mr. Aaron Corey Gregg, if you'd like to introduce yourself, sir.
2: Yeah, uh, my name's Corey. <clears throat> I'm Brian's nephew, and uh, I'm thrilled to be here. And yeah I'm not sure what else to say so I'll move out of the way hey I'm David uh,
3: from Houston Texas area and I've never been to this place before so I'm
4: looking forward to it I'm Spencer I'm along for the ride today this is a good time uh, hey my
5: name is Sam I'm also along for the ride uh, feeling really good it's really good weather What
6: really good weather today Uh name's Terry uh, here to eat some great barbecue and enjoy it.
7: My name is Taylor, and I'm from San Antonio, and we're here just doing what we do every weekend, eating barbecue.
1: <laughs> every weekend, sometimes during the week. Uh, yeah. Probably Terry is is probably the most prolific barbecue fan that I know of. I, I, and I, and we know a lot of idiots that eat lots of idiot barbecue, but, I, I mean, he outdoes anybody, buys giant trays. We're not talking about walking around just eating a rib sandwich or anything. He eats big meals, um, supports them, wears the hats, wears the shirts. Um, and, and,
0: and we are now going to refer to him as Q Lander. For Q Lander, that. yes, yes. Because yes, if, yes, yes. if you followed us on Instagram... <laughs> yeah. Terry has been posting selfies and entering our contest. He is the leader in our contest right now for the Yeti uh, swag giveaway.
1: That. Everyone just take your time. <laughs> well, and it, it, and it is still a drawing. So it is. Even, it is. even so, if he gets the maximum number of entries, it does not guarantee anything. Right.
0: Terry and Taylor will probably have the maximum 20 entries here shortly, but that doesn't mean they're going to win. They think they're going to win. <laughs> they're going to be very sad <laughs> if they don't win, but they may not win. It could be some of that. Answers one time that wins.
6: <laughs> yeah, only answer one time. That's what he's saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So next in line, we've got.
8: Oh, Justin Catred. Um I live south of Houston area. I'm here just to uh, you know eat some good meat with some good people. Hopefully so. All right.
1: so. and and a question a question for the whole room. This is David's first time. Um, anybody else's first time? Second time.
8: It is my first time as well. First I, time. I say. came once last summer, um, but we ended up. Uh, pretty far back down on, own, on the asphalt, and uh, it was it was awful hot that day because it was obviously Texas summer, and uh, it got to the point where it was just essentially miserable, and we were you know sweating like crazy. So my wife and I decided to leave. It was about ten by that time, and uh, so we went around the corner to La Barbecue, and we we're uh, um, almost I think we we're third or fourth in line there at that point. So it had a really good experience there. So no no complaints that day overall. Just been trying to get out here
1: and and. Obviously, you know about the line, you've been here before, you've heard about the line, um, but it, it's still something that's on your list, right? It's kind of a bucket oh. list restaurant, yep. Absolutely. Any, anything, um, maybe this is too easy, but anything here that you want specifically or you've heard of or you want to try that, that is on your, on your high on your recommendation list?
8: Yeah, I mean, we've got to try brisket for sure. I think that's, uh, you know, that would be silly to come, come here and not get brisket. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying the sausage as well. I know that he's he's making his own, and I'm looking forward to that. But
1: all right, well that's exciting. I, I didn't know we had two virgins there, so um, always fun to bring people here for the first time. Um, how about anybody who's the the most number of times? I don't know, Andrew. Yeah, because you can't you were coming when the line wasn't here.
0: So no, the line was here, but it wasn't Not what like it is this, now. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've been coming here for close to seven years now. Um, Probably, I don't know, 20 to 30 visits at this point. Uh, most of them were in the first couple of years. Uh, probably only maybe four or five visits the last four years, just because the line's gotten crazy. It's more of a time commitment to come. And of course, the explosion of barbecue in Texas since Franklin gives us more options to where we don't necessarily have to get up and stand in line. And uh, just to give the listeners a little bit of a feel of where we're at, um, we got here at 7 a.m. and we're again 10th to 20th in line um, the line is probably 200 people deep at this point we're recording this podcast at nine thirty a.m so it's uh, it, the line has grown as as franklin's gotten more popular it's become a cultural phenomenon at this point but uh it's still a great visit it's just a huge time commitment to do it
1: so you know with the long lines and in the last five or six years snows took over number one in the rankings and texas monthly rankings anyway um, do you think, is the line shrunk at all since then? No. I, I, I didn't go see the end of the line, but it uh, no. um, seems like about the same number of people. Yeah,
0: it. yeah. It's, it's it seems about the same as it's been the last few years we've been here. Now, the line built a little later than I had <clears throat> feared it would. Um, I, I thought, especially we're here on Austin Food and Wine Festival weekend, which if you know whenever and there's Eeyore's a big event. And Eeyore's birthday weekend, just so you know. What's that? It's,
1: it's Eeyore's birthday this weekend as well. Yeah. It's an Austin thing. Whatever.
0: Um, (laughs) I'm from Houston. See you guys later. But uh, anytime there's a big event going on in Austin, a lot of times I can drive the Franklin line to be longer than usual or build quicker than usual um, just because you have an influx of tourists, and Franklin is one of the biggest tourist attractions in Austin at this point. But luckily we, we got here and we were pretty close in line. We'll get food. Pretty quickly, all things considered.
1: Probably within the first 15 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. depends on the big
0: orders in front right, of right, right.
1: And and that that's one thing people do tend to order quite a bit when they're here because of the line. Um, I mean, between us, God, we'll probably order. More I'm than a little 10 scared because they, they went through uh,
0: guessing, you know, asking everyone for their order. And I'm the only one that they ask the person's name for when I place the order. I, I don't know if it's because I ordered too much food, and they're like, okay, when Fatty comes through the line, you got to make sure that you do this or do that. But yeah, we're we're taking some brisket and ribs back to uh, some other barbecue friends of ours. Who? Uh, well, should we call them out here? or Should we? Uh... Yeah,
1: let's leave it a mystery. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna start uh, the round table and I'm just gonna give a, a toss up. It, it sounds easy, but it's actually a little bit harder, I think, than it sounds. Uh, we have to exclude Franklin from from the options, because I don't think that's fair either way. We've got a couple people that haven't had it, and we're, we're in line. I, maybe that would be uh, unfair. So we're going to have to exclude Franklin. If you were on a desert island, and there was one barbecue joint that could be there, and that's the only barbecue. You could eat other food, but it's the only barbecue you can have until the day that you die. Who would it be, and why?
0: Franklin. Um, oh, sorry. What was the question? I'm not going first. Okay, we're gonna. have right, you go I go guess first. I'll go first. Uh,
2: yeah, this is and, Corey and
1: we know we know times change and places change and I, I, I mean your favorite this week may not be your favorite next week. Absolutely. And if we, we don't agree with
0: your answer, we will ridicule you live <laughs> on air.
1: No, we, we better have some disagreements. This is this is Texas and barbecue. So. Well,
2: I feel lucky to go first because I'm gonna get one of the best ones off of the table right now. Uh, my pick would be Valentina's because you get two meals there, not just uh, lunch. They also do an amazing breakfast service. And, uh, uh, yeah, I can't see myself getting tired of Valentina's anytime soon, and yeah, I'd be content eating them as long as I possibly could. And
1: um, you know, you, you mentioned obviously they've got the breakfast, they've got they've got the uh, breakfast tacos and those tortillas. Yeah. Um, any, anything else? I've not had a lot of their sides, and I've not had any desserts there. Do they have what else do they have on their menu that Man, you've tried? Are they and they putting can, me on the spot.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's. I know you guys kind of run the Trinity into the ground, but it's a standard for a reason. You know, the brisket is fantastic, the sausage and ribs are fantastic, and you, know, you can't go wrong with tortillas, um, but yeah, really feeling on the spot. Um, their beans are fantastic, uh, the corn that they have really surprised me too, and there's just a fantastic atmosphere there as well. And uh Miguel's been really cool about putting on various important soccer matches at his restaurant, which appeals to me so I imagine in this hypothetical desert island.
1: In their little um, not a cabana, but whatever you call that now, the little covered patio covered patio yeah yeah
2: And at some point they're going to move into a brick and mortar right they're already in the brick and oh, mortar you just can't go inside right okay that makes sense <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah like one of the one of the one of the long opening barbecue joints of, of all
0: yeah, yeah that, that one's been delayed for a little bit yeah.
1: but you can still eat there um maybe and maybe we throw this wrench in if you call out a place can can the next person use the same place no. oh well
0: if that's the case i want to go now
1: no, no, see, that's what I'm thinking. I think I think that, okay, we've got a consensus here in the group. Oh, crap. Once, once a name has been picked, you can't use it again. And that's okay. That way some people can't get upset except for the, the person that Corey didn't pick, the, the two people that Corey didn't pick. <laughs> but there's still some on the table. So I, I like that because that also means that you, you have a favorite that somebody else picked. You can't call them out. So, therefore,
3: people won't hate us.
0: Giddy up. Let's go. All right,
3: David. Well, I'm not the barbecue uh, connoisseur like you guys are, so I haven't been to that many places. Um, one place I went to recently was the Killens in uh, Pearland, and also had a line like this, and I thought that was very good. I had the brisket there. I like the bar.
1: Killins Killins is a good option. Um, they're also open for dinner. They're not open for breakfast, uh, but they do. They are open for dinner, and they're changing their dinner menu. I just saw. Um, some of the previews of their their dinner menu, uh, changing that up a little bit, I guess, to compete with uh, the the Papa's Delta Blue Smokehouse, a little bit nighttime barbecue. Um, other than the, the staples, did you have uh, any sides or desserts there that you like? Uh,
3: I think I had the the beans and some uh, coleslaw, and that was that was good. But so
1: we we have to say you have to try the bread pudding next time. Um, that is a phenomenal dessert. Okay. It's, it, it's kind of required almost. I think that that when you go there, it's yeah. just it's just ridiculous.
0: I can't go there and not get the bread pudding at this point. It's just so damn good.
1: And we are packing on the pounds because of that, but yeah, uh, no. it, it is what it is.
4: All right. Next up. They're good pounds. They're good pounds. Um, so I, I'd have to say mine's probably two M down in San Antonio. I'm trying to avoid picking things I think Terry might pick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean the meats. <laughs> yeah, two two M is just around
1: the corner from Terry. So nah. yeah,
6: yeah, it's, all right. it's all right.
4: So so what about two M? So I mean the meats, high quality. It's great food, obviously. Uh, but that chicharroni macaroni <laughs> about oh, God, put me in the ground. So it was so good. I thought about getting back in line twice for it. <laughs> just <laughs> keep going and going. But it, it's it's good stuff. I mean, it's. And it feels like a homey. place. It's a very homey place, I and mean, they feel like family.
1: So, very good place. And they, they the other thing they do, uh, they do some really good desserts, and and their sausages there as well are, yes, are house made. Yeah. Yes, um, the Owaka cheese. the owaka cheese. A really sausage, good one. Yeah, poblanos. Just creative stuff. Any, any Terry, guys. we know yeah. you go there all the time, and you love the place. Any anything yeah. else about uh, to him you'd like to say?
6: Um, I mean, they just do everything house made so there's just something about that that's you know great i mean we know everything they do they pickle everything they do the pickled cactus they do you know i'm
0: dreaming of that banana pudding tres leches yeah i, they,
6: I need to do, get in there and try that they started doing different you know banana pudding and tres leches different kind of stuff like and when we when
4: we were there desserts were not the big thing just yet so I,
6: yeah they're they gonna have to go to back to... darn
4: the luck you know
6: almost they almost started it last time when uh, yeah, when we interviewed
0: S.I.U.L., he yeah. said, oh, yeah, next week we're going to have banana pudding Tres Leches. Yeah. I said, Thanks. I hate you right now. <laughs> <laughs> next, there's always next week, right?
6: Yeah, just it's another reason to come back. You know?
4: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: All right, next up.
5: Um, well, I might actually be the novice in all of these because I haven't actually eaten more than uh, three places. I know it's pretty lame and sad, but I would probably say the three places that I've been, Friedman's but I want to say maybe 2016 Freeman's. I don't know. Lately it feels like it's changed. I don't know what has changed. I used to live.
1: Yeah. So, so if you, if you don't know, they've had a 2016, um, Evan Leroy was there cooking. Chris McGee was cooking um, and there's
0: a third gentleman. And Uh, Chris McGee was with him. Yeah. And there was a, and Brad Chud, Brad Robinson was there.
1: And, and since then um, uh, Chris and, and Evan have moved on to other locations. And I, I haven't been, I've been one time um, I think Chris was still there when we went. That was probably the last time I went. Right. Um, well,
0: no, we went for the. We went for the Texas Monthly list um, in June of last year. Chris was already gone by then. I think I think Brad was still there. It was right before he left to join Leroy and Lewis, I believe.
1: So, it, so it, it has changed. There are okay. some pretty significant changes as far as uh, as the staffing. Um, I'm not going to say it's better or worse because I haven't been back. But yeah. um, it it probably doesn't have that same shine that it used to. Um, yes yeah. You know, and and. I, I can't say yay or nay, but uh, definitely there has been some change. So okay. even though you may consider yourself a novice, you've, you've noticed that, which I you, have which noticed you, yeah. it, yeah. That's good. Um, so that is that your pick, Frank That would
5: pick? be my pick. I mean unfortunately since we're not going with Franklin's and that's not being an option, I'd go with Freeman's. Gotcha, gotcha. Now All
0: right, Brian.
1: Well it's still on the table, so I'm gonna have to take it. Which I'm gonna one? have to take which it off one? the table. I gotta take truth off the table.
0: I've never heard of them.
1: I know, I know, and I and I and I, and I figured it would have been gone so I was gonna I, I had a backup plan or two. Um, but I, I'm going to throw truth out there. Um, you, you know, we've said it many times. People know I love truth, all that great stuff. But um, end to end, you know, there, you can go in there and just get sides if you want, and they're all phenomenal. Um, you can go in and just eat cake for the rest of your life. Um, you could have one different cake every day. If
0: you eat enough truth, you might be able to float off the island.
1: It's <laughs> is true, yes. Make a, make a raft out of cake. Ooh, I've seen Gilligan's Island enough. But the problem would be is then you would start eating your raft, and then, you know. Yeah, This is going weird places now. (laughs) How would you escape using barbecue? You'd make a a raft out of rib bones. Oh, see? We we can do this. We can go down this rattle if we want
0: to. Oh, Lord. So, Terry, what place would you pick?
6: (laughs) Well, I might have considered some of these other choices, Um, but... Since they're off the table, I'm gonna to have to go with uh, our friends over there in Wolfert,
1: Texas, Heavy Mays. Um, see, see, Andrew, by going last, you're really screwed. I'm just saying.
0: I, I still have my pick in my head.
1: Okay, okay, I've got one. I, two,
0: I've three. got two more left to go, and if they pick it, I will throw this microphone at them.
1: Well, and, and Taylor cannot choose the same as as Terry. Oh, so, so they're gonna know. be split.
0: They're gonna be a different deserted islands.
1: Yes. You're splitting up a marriage yes, now, Brian. Way to What's go. Up? You know, maybe, again, maybe they can make the connection through barbecue <laughs> yeah, somehow. Justin she said they right. <laughs>
6: But I had to do it.
1: So, so, um, so tell us about, uh, what about Evie Mays, um, you know, that, that you like and, and why?
6: Um, I mean, it's just high-quality product all the way around. Um, obviously, all the great meats, which is what I'm mainly about anyways. Brisket, you know, ribs, great. All of it. Um, really good sides, really good desserts. Um, and you know if I'm on an island for that long they even do prime rib from time to
1: time so you know that's
6: how nice. are they going to get
0: product on the island
1: it's, it's airlifted this whole, in this whole but, thing but is just it's falling it's apart it's airlifted in but you can't see the plane and they can't see you okay? <laughs> it's <just> endless <laughs> amount of cattle didn't they make a whole movie about being on an island or something and all of that? A TV series? It's called Lost. Yeah, I know. a movie. Yeah, I know. And so how did they
0: not get off the island? And there? There's a whole lot of crazy shit going on on that island. I watched
1: one episode of this movie, or show, TV series. Get off my lawn, you kids. I, I watched one episode of this TV series. One episode. And it was the one with the smoke monster. You
0: actually remember something?
1: I do. Holy I did shit. not have a beef rib there, though. But I, but I did watch the smoke monster. And I, I was like, what the heck
0: is going on. I'm surprised no one has stolen Smoke Monster as their like, barbecued nickname. Oh, hashtag, that's it. Boom, oh, oh, There we go, copyright. All right. <laughs> yep.
1: um, but it'll be on our t-shirt on Amazon next week. Um, so, just so you know, like, that that episode just, like, I don't understand. I know jumping in the middle of a series is not good, but holy crap, that was bizarre. <laughs> I think that's every episode. Yeah, so I, I after that point, I just... I only watched it once, and but I gave no up. And the
5: there was no barbecue.
0: And there was
1: no barbecue, even though he was called the Smoke Monster. Where did the smoke come from?
0: Oh. <laughs> there's other
6: ways. Yeah, there's other ways it was the old Hickory Monster.
1: <laughs> All right, so a uh, lot's off the table. Taylor, it's your turn.
7: Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty tough. But I would probably have to say my pick would probably be Leroy and Lewis, just because it's a refreshing change, I think.
0: I didn't hear who she said
7: Leroy and Lewis son of a bitch <laughs> I just think it's
1: that that leaves bodacious and I sure hope you take yeah. bodacious next just to really screw with Andrew I bet that's his two the whole pits. reason
0: I was gonna say Leroy and Lewis is because those guys can make product out of anything that's on the island they'll build their own pits I'll have some sort of pineapple barbecue sauce I mean Evan is like the professor of barbecue so like this would be a whole Gilligan's oh, Island thing see game. there we go Gilligan's Thanks, Island of barbecue I,
7: I do what I can <laughs> Okay, continue. (laughs) No, I just think it's a refreshing change, and, I mean, we eat a lot of barbecue, so it's nice to change it up, and we love the environment there for sure. You know, our kids go with us to pretty much everywhere we go, so it's a good environment, and the food's great.
8: (laughs) Great pick. Okay, um, if it was a desert island, I would have to say Tejas up in Tomball. Um, just mainly because of the variety and just the artisanal and craft approach that they take to everything on the menu. You know, the, the, the soups, I mean, from the soups to the chocolate to, you know, the, the br- their brisket, is, you know, it's always outstanding as well. So, I mean, it, it's, if, if I can only choose one, I think that, that would have to be it, you know, and, for many and reasons. And good desserts
1: and, and chocolate, as you said, so there's variety oh, yeah. there yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Now, what, and what kind of pit's going to be on this deserted island? Anyway, yeah, we won't go there too. So, all right, Andrew.
0: All right. Well, since I got to go last, no, you chose, and, and my brain is still along the same path last. of who's going to be the res- resourceful pit master I could go to, I'm going to go back to a very recent episode, and I'm going to choose Fiji's Barbecue, because Aaron and Patrick will find ways to cook unique things for me every single day.
1: Uh, I didn't say that the pit master and his yes, wife would be working be. there Where's on the it? island. Who's cooking the meat? No, it comes. It, it's regenerated automatically like Star Trek. Oof.
0: You're just making up these rules as you go along. No, yeah, we, we I like my version of this we, event better. We, we didn't
1: think this out very well. Where Aaron and yeah. Patrick
0: come to the island and cook for me. They will cook me gourmet dishes, barbecue. It doesn't always have to be barbecue because they're creative chefs. So you can all go to hell. I'm going to Fiji's <laughs> Barbecue Island.
1: Fiji Barbecue Island. I love it. All right. Well, there you go. That's that's the uh, that's the consensus of the crew. And Evan's
0: going to come visit too.
1: Oh yeah. There you go. You, you'll, you'll just have him drop by. <laughs> Now you're really changing things up, right? So now you have to build a baseball team out of pitmasters, and we're going to throw into oh, fantasy geez. football, or, I don't know, baseball, football, pitmasters all mixed together, right? So let's talk about memorable
0: experiences.
1: Um, <laughs> I have a hard time with
0: that. Okay. Well, we don't necessarily have to have everyone Experiences question, that you we'll, remember, I
1: guess, is probably well, better than memorable experiences. that's a experiences.
0: whole different topic. But... Um, we don't have to get one from everyone, but let's get a couple of people in on this one. Um, that first memorable experience where you're like, wow, barbecue's more than just some meal I eat when I want a chopped beef sandwich. Day-old leftover sauce, chopped beef sandwich. Barbecue could be something special. And since Mr. Osborne over there has gotten bitten by the barbecue bug, what what was the first experience that, that bit you?
6: Um, well, I mean, I grew up in Texas, so... Uh, I mean, I've eaten barbecue my whole life, like any other, you know, Texan, but the new, I don't know what you want to call it, the fancy barbecue experience was here, actually, uh, at Franklin. And
1: you can say Franklin now.
6: Yeah. Yeah, it was here. I mean, uh, we had went to a couple other places, and then Lockhart, and, you know, so on and so forth, but uh, I'd been wanting to come here forever, and uh, Taylor actually, one year for our anniversary, set it up, uh, did it kind of, you know, she surprised me, and, we came here one morning and did the line, and I mean, it's still one of the best bites of any food I've ever had.
1: So, so go into that a little bit detail. What, what did you have? What was the first bite you had? What was, um, what was going through your head?
6: Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> we had everything. Um, we did. What did we do? We did brisket. Did we do the beef rib? I think yeah. we did. Yeah, we did the beef rib. Um, a
0: I mean I have never had a beef with Franklin, and that's an actual fact. We we have an inside joke about. Okay, we've talked about this on an episode. We teased uh, it off. We we'll actually tell the brief here story real quick. So, concept. If, if any of you guys know Brian in, you know, in real life instead of just on these episodes. You know that Brian's memory is not the greatest. Okay. He probably won't remember your name the first few times he meets you. He probably won't remember what he ate for lunch. But he can recall some weird, random things like with great clarity. But uh, one of the the inside joke behind the "I've never had a beef rib" thing is multiple times Brian has told us, told me places that he's never had a beef rib at, and I then produce a picture of said beef rib that he ate. <laughs> sometimes yeah. from places i wasn't even at with him and i know he ate the beef rib there so so yes when you hear brian say i've never had a beef rib there it's usually a lie he has but in <laughs> this case we have actually never had a beef rib at franklin barbecue because they only had. serve them on saturdays and i won't stand in this line on a saturday <laughs> yeah <I mean>, that <laughs> is a tough right there,
1: so. so so your first visit obviously was was on a saturday you you did get to have the beef rib how, how does that and, and you've had beef rib from all of the famous places that serve beef rib since then yeah. Um, how does how does Franklin's beef rib hold up to those legendary beef ribs?
6: Um, it's right there. It's definitely right there. Um, like I said, I had never had it before then, so I remember when I did that, it was. Uh, and I'll tell you what I said. I said, "Oh shit, this is great." <laughs> I mean, that is very good barbecue. It's
1: it's that shock wave of flavor. Yeah. I had to throw that out there too, just so you know. But it is. It's it's. It's like this stunning moment and and this wave goes over your body of you know, of pleasure. I mean it it's this bizarre thing, the the fat and the pepper and and the salt, and, the, yeah. and the, the, the salt and the meat and that first time and you know and and unfortunately what it does is it sets you
0: on this and if Brian ever has one people uh, tell you how good it is. <laughs> yes, yes. But yes. then forget about it. Well I might it. tell
1: you about it that day. Right, yeah, right.
0: Yes, but then you yes. will be like you never ate it. Yes. I'll, I'll um, forget Let's go it. to Justin. Justin, I know that you uh, you started doing barbecue pop ups. You started your own barbecue business now. We'll let you go. Go ahead and plug that. Let us know what the barbecue business is. And if you want to give out some pop up dates, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. But uh, what got you into barbecue, cooking it, eating it, and the whole barbecue game?
8: Okay, so what originally got me into barbecue was, um, well, you're talking about going back to the, the bite that was, you know, kind of blew me away was having um, um, brisket and um, killings and Pearland. Basically, just just after they opened their uh, brick and mortar I guess I think it was in 2013 I want to say and um, I mean my, my wife and I and some other family members we waited in line for I leave probably two hours I would say and then we got inside and we ordered our meal and sit down and I had this bite of fatty brisket that just kind of was astonishing you know perfectly rendered fat um, you know salt levels right on point pepper was every, everything
1: about it what's what did you had up to that point have you, have you did you have a lot of the um, yeah, the more popular places was that so what was your in other words what was your baseline what were you comparing it to
8: well i had eaten you know the basics rudy's and um, stuff like that and a, a good friend of mine lives in austin so i had been to style switch several times which style Switch is, is always fantastic um, um so as far as um, you know what what i would compare that to it was just just the standard places it wasn't none of the you know I'd done some of the, a few of the top 50 joints around. One uh, of the, I guess the second list came out, but none of the, you know, I guess "quote unquote" top heavy hitters. That, you know, nothing had really compared to the, to that brisket at Killings at that point.
1: And it, and it does stick with you. And I, and I remember my first time too, Andrew. I, I don't, I don't forget that first event. And I've talked about it before. Um, let's talk a little bit about your your barbecue business and your
8: endeavors. Yeah, so we just got it going. I've been doing um, um, like different types of cook-offs and things, like not necessarily barbecue cook-offs, but uh, we do the St. Arnold One Pot Showdown every year. We've done that for about four or five years now. And um, and, and that may mean
1: something different in Austin, but
8: uh, explain what that is. Okay, so the One Pot Showdown is the cook-off that St. Arnold puts on every year. Um, it's it's It kind of started out smaller. It's grown to be pretty big now. There's 80 teams that compete every year. And you have to make, um, you have one pot that you have to cook in. You know, so there's lots of soups, stews, chilies, that, that sort of thing. And you have to use one of their beers in, in, the, in the dish. And they judge it on creativity, um, you know, overall taste, and whether or not they can you know distinguish the beer that's, that's in, the, in the dish. So, Interesting. Um, and, and you've done that several years, you said? Yeah, we've done that several years now. And um, doing that is kind of what... Um, you know, I got bitten by the bug for as far as you know, serving people food. You know, it's it's a, it's a lot of fun. You know, to, to cook something and, and invest some time and energy into something, and then you know, give it to somebody or, you know, and then they they you know, you see joy on their face whenever they consume it. So, um,
1: folks, I, folks at Saint Arnold's are great, great folks too, and oh yeah, they they really so support. Nothing, Cooking. I mean, they do dinners at, at their restaurant as well.
0: Yeah, well, and they're big supporters of the Houston barbecue community. They've been a partner and a sponsor for uh, HOU BBQ since, I think, since day one. And you know, Frank Mancuso is a big supporter of barbecue. He's one of St. Arnold's longtime reps. Uh, shout out to Frank. He, he's helped out a lot of barbecue joints for a long, long time. He, um, but he, St. he and Saint Arnold's
1: donating to, to John Miller's big uh, party this weekend too. Yep, which will
0: happen before this airs. So sorry, guys. Um,
1: so, so from there, you, you mentioned the one pot, and and you moved up. Um, what got you into cooking barbecue and and selling barbecue?
8: Well, I started uh, barbecuing at the house. Um, I, we always go camping up in Centerville pretty often. There's an old smoker that's that was left up there, and uh, we'd fire the thing up every time we were up there. And uh, so we started smoking briskets and ribs and different different things. And, and then that that kind of led me to um, buying a smoker to have at the house. So I got to the point to where I was smoking barbecue almost every weekend, and my wife got sick of it and said, "You know, why don't we do something else with this instead of you know instead of just having it around the house all the time?" So I said, there was a local brewery. Uh, down by us, that we frequented. We go in there and drink drink uh, beer pretty often. And I got to know the events manager. And so we kind of struck up a conversation and said, hey, why don't we start doing barbecue pop ups here? You know, this is, um, I don't know, maybe a couple months ago. And um, so we kind of sat down, went over some, some things, and decided that we'd start doing it, you know, maybe once a month or so. And we did the first one, it went pretty well. And the second one went a little bit better than that. And, um, and now we have actually branched out, and I'm Holler Brewing in Houston. I'm, I'm going to be doing uh, a pop-up there on May 19th, and that, that's the next one on the list. And,
1: and how do people find you on Twitter or, or social media?
8: Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's at bourbonlegendsbarbecue. Uh, you know, give that a follow if you would. And that I'll, I'll try and post all the upcoming dates on there and that sort of thing, and reach out to me if you have any questions or, you know, if, if you're looking for catering or anything like that. So.
1: May 19th at Hall Brewing. May 19th Brewing, yeah? at Hall Brewing, yes, sir.
8: Okay,
1: uh, moving on.
2: Hey. So So uh, the memory that kind of put me on this whole barbecue kick would be uh, when my Uncle Brian convinced me to go try John Miller's previous restaurant, John Miller Meat Company, on 6th and Peternales. Just
1: one previous, not the previous previous or the previous previous previous, God. right? Yeah.
2: But yeah, um, I want to say this was around the time where my uncle really started getting into barbecue, and I could consistently count on receiving a text message from him every Friday towards the end of the workday saying something along the lines of, hey, I'm coming up to Austin this weekend, I'm going to try these five restaurants, if you get a chance, join me. And on a whim, I met him at John Miller Meat Company, and... It's really like this whole world opened up. It wasn't just this spectacular food. Um, there's this whole world of you know barbecue pit design and how that affects the way the food tastes and then the people that are making this food was, you know, something that was really interesting too, especially with John and just what a character John is. I guess character would be a fair way to describe yeah, him, right? Yeah, I,
1: I, I think so, and, and you know, there's there's many levels to John. He's a lot deeper than, than some people think, and yeah. so you know, as you get to know, and it, it's not just John, but as you get to know people in the business, yeah. and you learn more, and, and what we're trying to do is bring their stories out, it, it brings a closer connection overall. Uh, but let's, let's go back to the food, because you said that was, that was the moment for you that, that kind of sparked all of this. Um, what was it? What food was it? And, and how was that?
2: Specifically the brisket. Um, it was just really on that day, and you know, he does kind of what a lot of people do now, like right when you get to the counter, just cuts off a piece of the brisket and hands it to you as you order. And, you know, there is the, hey, dumbass, grab a tray before you start ordering and just getting indoctrinated to John's uh, I think he referred to it as a crotchety brand of customer service um, but yeah uh, that's really what got me and uh, the handmade beef sausage is one of my favorite bites of barbecue uh, and I also have done the whole Texas Monthly Top 50 and that's still my favorite sausage one of the
1: simple sausages uh, yeah. but, it, but it's an excellent one too as well nice yeah.
2: spicy kick to it it's really all you need. All right. Yeah. So I'll hand this to you, David. Yeah.
1: And and I, I have a feeling I know which one it's going to be. But um, what what was the first bite of barbecue that you had that really just was like, hey, this is this is better than just the barbecue place around the corner, and and like now I enjoy going out and waiting in lines and eating barbecue.
3: Well, I'm guessing I'm thinking of uh, the Truth Barbecue in Brenham. That uh, you know I've been to more or less what you'd probably call commercial places. And uh, it was like it was just uh, melts in your mouth and deliciously good. So I really enjoyed that.
1: It, it kind of, like I said, it, it once you have that level of barbecue and there's a lot of places, luckily for Texas and us, there are a lot of places serving that level of barbecue now. Um, but it, it, it kicks you into this weird world that we're in now where we go around and it, it's no big deal to go eat barbecue, spend a half a day, and, and go chase down this barbecue that we love, um, or burn a day of vacation and send in line to... Yeah.
0: Vacation all you want. It's a sick day for me, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, My bad. boss knows I'm here. It doesn't matter. Right,
1: right. Yeah, mine does too, but I had to burn vacation. Um, excellent. So, you know, and like I said, it it is a sort of an addiction, if you will, for most of us. Um it, so, but it puts you into this whole different world and environment and, and mentality, I think, of eating. Bar- it's not just like we don't eat. I don't think anybody here eats barbecue less than once or twice a month minimum. And, um, and a t- Taylor and Taylor. And, Interior laughing. That's a day minimum for the Osborne. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it becomes so much more ingrained into our, our routines. It's amazing. Right. And, and Brian
0: and I have both talked about our first big barbecue experiences previously on the show, so we won't go back into that. Check the archives. Louis Miller for him. Franklin for me. Yada, yada, yada.
4: Spencer? So to take a page from Sam's book, uh, probably about 2016, maybe 15, uh, my wife and I were going we to go to Rudy's and... Decided not to for whatever reason and uh, yelped Frank, uh, Friedmans and went over there and Evan was still pitmaster. Uh, I think we had a duck gumbo, which is just so Evan. Um, but we had duck gumbo and brisket and that bread that they used to make and that bone-in yeah, that bone-in uh, awesome. sauce that they have and it. Rudy, like like uh, Patrick mentioned on the last episode, Rudy's is not bad barbecue, but it changed ev- Right, it, it's a different level. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's what I was referring to with, with David. It, it's like there's this, it, it's there's tiers of barbecue, if you will. Absolutely. Right? And, and there's a middle tier, and, and there's a lot of places, some on the top 50 list that I believe are in that middle tier. Um, Rudy's is in that middle tier as well. Um, and then there's below that. Of course. <laughs> and of course. and there's good days and bad days everywhere, right? But yeah, Rudy, Rudy gets maligned a lot. Rudy's gets maligned a lot. Um, but it, it, it can be pretty solid barbecue. Absolutely. But, but yeah, once you, and that's the whole idea of this discussion right now, it's like once you hit that next level, it, it just unlocks the doors.
4: And and, you know, and I think it was a great thing to have Evan be my first big experience because I'm used to the sides of coleslaw, potato salad, you know, your pinto beans, and gumbo was never on my radar for barbecue <laughs> at all. It was just wonderful. So... Really, kind of started it all for us.
1: Excellent.
5: I mean, it's funny that you mentioned that because where I'm from, I'm from South Texas, and there's really nothing uh, down in South Texas as far as barbecue-related besides Rudy's that you just said brought it up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing as far as like tears, like.
1: Well, in Smoking Oak, have you been to I Smoking not, Oak? So Smoking no. Oak, which made the top fifty, the Smoking Oak, right?
0: Smoking oak and Mercedes, yeah, yeah. That's yeah it, was, it was it was
1: actually sh- shockingly good. Um, in Mercedes, in Mercedes, yeah. Okay. Um, it's definitely a place to try. I mean, and and I mean, it was a surprise, which is good. Um, I'm not going to say it's it's Franklin, but it was. Oh, yeah. It it's definitely yeah. in that in that area. I would highly recommend it. But, okay. but continue on.
5: Yeah, I mean, like it was just all about Rudy's, and that's most of my family would just want to go to Rudy's, and I was like, yeah, it's good. It's really good. I mean, that's the peak. Until I moved to Austin, and then I had, you know, Terry's, and then... Terry uh, Black, Terry Black's. Yeah. And then I went to Lockhart, and I had their barbecue, and then Friedman's. And then when I hit Franklin's, I mean, I'll always just pitch it up for Franklin's. Just I think Franklin's is the, the perfect thing for me. Uh, the brisket's amazing, and... It just started this trend where all I want to do is just
1: eat more. <laughs> That's what I mean. Exactly. Yeah. Once you hit that that uh, first really holy crap, oh my God moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it No matter it how just, long
5: I'm waiting in line, like, yeah. I'll be like, yeah, it's worth it in the end. <laughs> oh, patience.
1: And, and it's so funny to talk to friends and family or, or coworkers when you tell them that you're going to go wait in line somewhere. And they, they they just can't relate at all to this this fanaticism it's that we've seen oh yeah they, they think you're crazy yeah
4: <laughs> and, and we are
1: but <laughs> but it, it is once you get into that world it is it is different and, and none of us thought twice about waiting I mean it and and you mentioned it other places as well I mean it, Franklin isn't the only place with a line and yet we go do it and we chase it yeah. um, you know it, it is funny and it's interesting and we love talking with people and sharing those experiences that also makes it a lot of fun sitting here with you guys as well um it just it's very interesting to see everybody has that that moment and it, it's partly due to the location and the timing and everything else right um, but it's great to see and great to hear that
0: yeah well let's do like a, a little rapid fire thing real quick here let's go around a place you guys have heard a lot about but haven't been to yet that you're looking to get to and we're not gonna we don't have any rules that you can hopefully you all have different answers but if we have the same answer it's not the end of the world um, so I'll start this time. Ha, ha, ha. Um, Zavala's Barbecue. Uh, we were talking about that off Okay, does it earlier. have to be in Texas? Um, no, what the hell. It okay. can be in California. That, well, I've
1: got one in, in no, I'm not going to name the state because then you'll know what it is. But
0: All right. So, yes, I'll start. Zavala's Barbecue. Um, they're in Grand Prairie. Terry, is that where they're at? Terry yep, went Grand there recently. Um, been hearing some really good things. Been seeing some really good things from them. So I'm really excited to get over there.
2: Corey. Well, uh, you guys piqued my interest when you said, does it have to be inside the state of Texas? And For you, it does. Oh, it does? Okay, <laughs> then that changes my answer. Okay, then.
0: No, it can be from anywhere.
2: Well, what if I give you both? That's fine. There's more one than one right the state answer. One of the that I'd want to do is Fiji's Barbecue. Um, of course, the hang-up there is that they're only open Monday through Friday, and I, like most people, work Monday through Friday, and often Saturday as well, but uh, at some point I'll get there and I'll try it, and... Yeah, probably be amazed, definitely be amazed. Um, you can come to my deserted island and eat there and Barbecue. <laughs> yes, oh, okay. yes, yes. Cool. And then the place I'd want to try outside the state of Texas would be Lewis Barbecue in South Carolina. Uh, the curiosity there is enough to make me want to hop in a car. And, and that,
1: that's John Lewis's
3: place, Lewis yeah. Barbecue. Yeah.
2: So uh, I'll just pass this off now. Have to,
3: there's one uh, near where I live um, that I've not been to, the Quartz Room, that I'd like to try. That, that is an outstanding option. Yes, absolutely. And then, um, I guess um, the place in Tomball, I haven't been to that. It's Tejas. Yeah. So that, no, that's are, kind of a twisty thing with chocolate as well.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's more than just barbecue. But um, I go often enough because they're they're close by my house that um, I I rarely eat their chocolate. It's a treat, <laughs> literally and yeah. figuratively. But um, I I go often enough that I don't I don't need to get it but for somebody that's going the first time obviously you got to pick up uh, they do um, um, they do fresh chocolate bean to bar there and so
4: it's great to have a little sample of that along with your meal All right For me it's probably Regals down in Houston I'd say it's, uh, it's one I've been meaning to go to and just need to get down there for it
1: Any any item of, of particular interest there or just the whole menu I'm just going to bask in all
3: of it <laughs>
1: Yeah it's another. It's another great option, and um, you know, not not a very long line if you catch them at the right time. Um, a little bit lesser known as far as the big the big hitters. Um, as David mentioned, you know, obviously, uh, Tejas and Shrew are two of the, the most well known. Killens is another one. Plenty of other great great choices in Houston, but um, definitely Regal's good option.
5: Um, I want to say, I mean, La Barbecue. Uh, I've heard great things about it. I just found out maybe a couple of weeks ago that they have a brick and mortar because it used to just be a, a truck and it used to be by a place where I always get my tire changed and every time I would wait in line or every time I'd wait for my tire to get replaced I would always just kind of peek over and be like, okay, is the line too long? And I have a certain amount of time to be able to get my tire replaced, but never got the time. Um, yeah, definitely the barbecue is next. On my,
1: no that's that's an excellent excellent option as well um, I'm kind of surprised at some of the some of the places they haven't been to it's like
0: holy cow they haven't been here they're missing out not everyone is as fat and widespread as we are <laughs> I know
1: so. so so I'm gonna throw mine out because I've been I've been really wanting to get out there which is little Miss barbecue in Phoenix Little Miss barbecue um, really well known long lines um, unfortunately I, I had a friend that lived in Phoenix yeah, that is probably unfortunate in and of itself, but he, he moved away, so I have I have even less of a reason to go, but I, I'm trying to make plans to get out there to go go experience that. But no, the, the photos and the feedback, the people that I respect that went there, um, it, it's, it's high on my list. There's lots of Texas places. I'm not going to go through. Um, you mentioned Zavala's as one, but there's a lot. Um, is yeah, it there's course. There's so
0: many up-and-comers right now in barbecue that we, we try to get to them all, but it takes us a while sometimes. But uh, we'll eventually get to most of them unless they're in Dallas it'll probably take longer because we just can never seem to get up to Dallas but. Yeah.
1: and there's there's a, again there's there's probably four or five now in Dallas yeah that's what we're gonna and have to make a trip the, the up list there keeps growing a bunch of them, yeah. we can make an entire trip of places we've never been to <laughs>
6: um, if I had to pick one in-state uh, I, I really want to make it out to Fiji's um, it's
1: it's pretty tough See, Fiji, that's an island, right? Well, there you go. It all ties together, Andrew. See how we do these things. Yeah. Fijis, Like Regis. Fijis. Okay. I want to make it Rhymes to with Regis.
6: Um, like I said, it's tough to do because they're only open during the week. Um, hopefully I can manage that somehow. Um, the place out of state I'd like to go is hometown in New York. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, just the pictures look amazing. And
0: uh, he's in town this weekend, Billy Durney, cooking yeah, for the so- uh, Awesome Food and Wine Festival. So anyways, yeah. It looks good.
7: Mine would be the same as his because we've been every week. <laughs> no, no, we've like, now split
0: you guys up. Remember, you're on your own islands. same place, You don't know each other anymore. We're trying everything
7: together, so. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, he did go to Zavala's without me. <laughs> so, but he did bring me some back, so I did get to try it. But I would actually like to go myself. <laughs> Might just have to go without him. <laughs>
8: Uh, for me, it would be Ebby Mays. Uh, basically, um, their food looks amazing, and, uh, I, I've eaten their brisket at the Texas Monthly uh, Barbecue Festival, and it was outstanding. Um, I wish I could have had more, you know, maybe, uh, yeah. but it, it's, it's essentially, you know, all the way across Texas from where I live, um, so it just, it hasn't made sense for me to drive out that far, unfortunately, but, uh, you know, I, I can't wait for an excuse to go out that way, but, you know. It seems to be the, you know, the, the obviously the best place in, up in that portion of Texas, but I think they're actually maybe some of the better barbecue in the state, it seems like. It, 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 I hear nothing but good things as far as customer service, sides, um, meat, you know, the whole package. Also, their their pits are fascinating to me, and I would love to do a pit room tour.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and to several of your points, I mean, barbecue is phenomenal. The sides are phenomenal. Desserts are phenomenal. Um, you know, I, I would love to just go pick up that building and bring it closer to me. <laughs> I know,
8: I know. Unfortunately, it's you know ten or eleven hours for, you know, from us. Right. I know you guys are in the Houston area as well, but you know, yeah, that, that, that Maze would have to be my pick.
1: And, and agreed on the pits. Um, you've never seen anything like this. And, and his designs have changed over the years as he's as he's learned. And so each pit also, um, well, at least each pit generation, because he's got a couple uh, a couple mirror pits right now, but. Each pit generation, you can also see the changes as, as he's built them. So. Yeah,
8: Andrew and I actually were talking about that on the way up here. Um, you know, the way he, he designs his reverse flow pits, you know, and make, you know, it seems as though that you know, they'll draw almost like a traditional offset, you know. So, but it's 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 fascinating. You yeah, know. very cool
1: bit.
0: Did you hear that, Brian? We talked about that on the way up here in the car by ourselves way yeah. early in the morning yeah
1: so i so i, I pulled the dick move of the trip uh, <laughs> andrew and i andrew and i were very big on we didn't want to have any line jumpers if you weren't here at seven o'clock you weren't going to get in line uh we planned this all out we didn't want to we didn't want to piss off anybody in line and uh some a certain someone overslept yeah, there was only one
6: guy that jumped line. I can't remember who
1: it was. Yeah, so I'll I'll, I'll donate more than my share to the uh, to the kitty when we get you in You Hear
0: that, folks? Brian is paying for everybody. No, I didn't see. Yeah,
1: see, I had to be careful because I knew <laughs> that I'll donate double my share, but I will not pay I'm for everybody. i big order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am not Kanye West or Obama who's going to pay for people in line. I, it's just
0: all right. Let's do know. another rapid fire real quick, guys. And and by rapid fire, I mean let's say the name of the place. And
1: yeah. So you have to. And, and Yeah. Say it. Move along. Shut up.
0: Favorite brisket.
1: Franklin.
7: Bodacious.
0: Truth.
3: Two M. Since I haven't been here before, I'll have to say Truth. La barbecue.
5: Franklin's.
1: Franklin.
8: Currently, Truth.
0: Nice. Very nice. There we go. Favorite barbecue side. That, that's not apples to apples. Everyone's got different sides.
2: So. One
1: side in one location. You can share the same location. doesn't matter. Yeah, favorite matter.
2: barbecue side, everybody. have to about it. All right. Man, that's a gun to the head. Um,
1: hey, oh, I'm going to jump out first. Opie's tater tot casserole. It's mine. All mine. You can't have any of my tater tot casserole.
0: It's all mine and yours and 10 other people that have stolen it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm freaking out here. Okay. Uh,
4: I know it's a joke, but John Mueller's uh, Cheesy Squash, terrible for me, but delicious tasting.
6: But. Um, I'll go with uh, 2M Chicharoni
8: Macaroni. I'd have to say and Scream Corn.
7: I would have to say the green the, mm, Chili Cheese Grits at Evie Mae's.
1: Do I get to pick two? No, you don't. Yeah, because when she said that, the jalapeno cheese grits at Nickelodeon.
5: Nice cold beer.
0: Nice. I like that answer a lot. Well, we didn't put a rule that we can't repeat, so I'm
2: just going to steal the cream corn, too. I was going to say the uh, chips and queso from Valentina's a pretty solid one i had to think about it for a moment but i knew do there was do you one there. do you
1: put brisket in there when you eat it do you kind of I mix have it all up? but
2: now i have a reason to go back and do that
1: <laughs> right okay well folks we're we're at the end of this one and uh we don't have a whole lot longer to wait before we eat so let's go ahead and wrap this one up
0: yeah we'll be eating here in the next hour so uh thank everyone that's here joining us and, and eating barbecue with us today thank you guys for listening and uh Obviously, if you want to eat some barbecue with us, we're pretty easy to find. If you don't want to eat some barbecue with us, that's fine too. You'll probably still run into us. And if you don't run into us, you'll run into Terry. So, <laughs> And he's nicer than we are.
1: He so. is. Terry's a very nice person. And Taylor, too. Terry see, will let see you, you bite you're off You're splitting of his him up again. Food. You see? I, I see your plan. You're so Just
0: walk up to him and do it. You only have to ask. Just walk up to Terry and bite off of his plate.
1: <laughs> there we go. We've set the challenge. So if you see <laughs> Terry, please, and we want this on video just walk up to Terry's plate, grab some food and
0: eat it. That's a good end note to end on. So, there you go folks. Eat Terry Osborne's barbecue.